0: Coming up, my mom's coming to visit, so we're making a special campfire supper. Yay. Oh, delicious. My hearty brisket tacos with a twist, a charred sweet corn salsa, crispy smashed potatoes with a chimichurri dressing, and for a fun, sweet treat around the bonfire, homemade raspberry marshmallows. Hey, this is me, Molly i I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border, the place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and the taste of the Midwest. I love this time of year when the snow thaws and the weather warms up and we can start planting our garden again. My mom's coming in today. Before she arrives, I'm gonna get started on some homemade marshmallows that are gonna be coated in a freeze-dried raspberry dust. To get started, I'll grab my pan and a bowl, some light corn syrup, and the secret ingredient here, which is ground freeze-dried berries. They have this amazing natural color. Typically, you might find freeze-dried berries in the snack aisle near the nuts. So first, I'm gonna mix up my coating, which will be used to prepare my pan. I'll grab some powdered sugar, some cornstarch, and some of my raspberry powder. You can use any berry here, but I love that the sourness from the raspberries will be a great match to the sweetness of the marshmallows. I'll mix this to combine. Now in my pan, I'm gonna spray it with some cooking spray. This will help the coating stick and I'll coat it evenly with my dry mixture. I'm only gonna use about half of it now, and then I'll tap out any excess, because we're gonna use the rest of this later. I'm gonna tap this back into my bowl. This process is a little messy. Oh my gosh, I'm making a huge mess. Okay. In my saucepan, I'll add some sugar, light corn syrup, which always likes to stick to the measuring cup. So I have my baby rubber spatula here to help get that out. And some water. And a little bit of salt. And I'll just mix this to combine. And then I'm gonna turn my heat on and heat this mixture until the thermometer reaches 240 degrees Fahrenheit. I've clipped my pan with a candy thermometer, which is a really important tool for making marshmallows, but it's the type of thing that you can just pick up at a craft store. And now we wait. This is the calm before the storm because the sugar mixture will take a few minutes to heat up, but once it does heat up, it's like, go, 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 because if you wait around during that time, your marshmallow mixture is gonna firm up and it's gonna get weird. So while that's going, I'll combine the rest of my mixture into my mixer, half a cup of water, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, and two packets of unflavored gelatin, the magic ingredient, sprinkled over the top, and you'll see it'll start to firm up, but it'll loosen once I start to mix it up. Let's check on the sugar mixture. I'm always really tempted to crank my heat up to high for the sugar mixture, because I get impatient waiting for it to get to 240, but don't do it. We want to save the burnt marshmallow for the bonfire. I'm so excited for my mom to get here. We always have the best time in the kitchen. Everything that I learned in the kitchen, I learned by talking to my mom. So I'm really excited to see what tidbits she has for me today. The last few degrees are always the longest, it seems like. Come on! Okay, it's almost there. Okay, it's showtime. And with my mixer on, I'll drizzle in my sugar mixture. Slow and steady wins the race. So now, over the course of the next seven to 10 minutes, I'm gonna gradually increase the speed to high. It'll look very liquidy at first, but eventually as the mixture cools and gets more air beaten into it, it'll get light and fluffy. Okay. It's lukewarm, pale, and super fluffy. Now at this point, I'm working pretty quickly so that I can scrape my mixture into my pan before it firms up. I love marshmallow fluff. Gorgeous. Using my offset spatula, I'll smooth out the top like a sweet, delicious cloud. Okay. Lastly, I'll just sprinkle some of my raspberry mixture over the top, and I wanna keep some raspberry coating left over to coat the sides of my marshmallows once I cut them. So these are gonna set at room temperature for about an hour until they're firm, and then I'll cut them up, dust them a little bit more, and they will be perfect for when my mom arrives. My marshmallow loaf has set, it is firm, and I'm ready to cut them into squares. I'll loosen the sides here with a small offset, and I'll turn it onto my cutting board. I'm gonna grab my spray to grease my knife so that the marshmallows don't stick. And I'll cut these into squares. They're so fluffy and jiggly and cute. Marshmallows have the best personality. I'm gonna dust the sides of these, so I'll grab my sieve again. And I can also dip into any excess dust that's hanging out on my cutting board here. Coming up, I make some charred sweet corn salsa and crispy smashed potatoes with an easy chimichurri dressing. I'm making a charred corn salsa, which is gonna add great color to my tacos. It's gonna be smoky and sweet from my corn. It'll be loaded with lime juice and it has a little kick from some jalapeno. All I'm doing here is charring up my corn, and while that's going, I'll grab my jalapeno and some tomatoes, and I'll give these a rough chop. I'm gonna keep the seeds and the juice of my tomatoes in the salsa. That'll just let the whole thing marinate and get really delicious. Okay, we'll get my jalapeno in here, just using half. It'll have a little bit of a kick, but not too much. I always have to remember not to scratch my eyes after I have chopped the jalapeno. We'll de-seed it. The seeds are the really spicy bits. And chop this guy up finely. I'll check on my corn really quickly. I'll remove it to a plate to let it cool. I'll get some fresh cilantro in here. Gotta have cilantro in my salsa. It's so fresh and a little bit sweet and green. It adds beautiful color. I mean, for me, cilantro is the ideal salsa herb but parsley would work great, oregano. Mint might take it in another direction, but would still be good. Okay, my corn is cool enough to handle. I'll cut the corn kernels off of the cob, getting right as close to the base of the kernels as I can. So sweet. And this charring is it's one of my favorite ways to prepare corn because it's so easy and it adds that amazing smokiness. Yum, okay. I'll add my corn to the bowl. I'm gonna give this a stir just to toss everything together. And I cannot forget my lime. Lime is key to making a great salsa. Since we have the sweetness and the smokiness and the spiciness, this acidity from the lime is gonna round everything out. We'll get all the flavors in there. Yum. I'll season it with some salt and pepper. Stir it up, get it evenly seasoned. It's a total party in this bowl. Ugh, it smells so good. I'll give it a taste. Mmm. That's good. Smoky, sweet, bright, little spicy. It's gonna be perfect on my tacos. I'm making a side for my tacos now some crispy smashed potatoes drizzled with a fresh chimichurri dressing. I have some baby Yukon Gold potatoes that I've boiled just for about 10 minutes until they get a little bit soft. And I have my pan here, which I'll drizzle with olive oil. I'll dump my potatoes out onto the pan. Yukon Golds are the best because they're so buttery on the inside. And these are baby ones, which are really easy to smash. To smash them, I'm gonna use the heel of a spatula you could use a glass or even your hands. And I'm gonna smash them down till they're about a half or a three quarters of an inch. I don't wanna smash them too thin, otherwise they could fall apart. Smashing them creates these beautiful little edges, which will get golden and crispy in the oven. Just the feeling of smashing down a potato, it fights you a little bit, but it's really satisfying. I'll drizzle them with a bit more olive oil. The olive oil is so important for getting those crispy bits around the edges. It's also gonna help the potatoes not stick on the pan. And they have to be salty. Potatoes always need more salt than I think they're gonna need. Let's get some black pepper on here. I like keeping this dish simple because these potatoes are so buttery and good, and they really don't need anything else to make them better. These are gonna get popped in the oven for about 40 to 45 minutes at 400 until they're golden and crispy. While these are baking, I'll whip up my chimichurri, which is essentially a fresh herb and garlic mixture that's gonna just make this dish burst with flavor. I'll grab a bowl and garlic. I smash a couple cloves of garlic to release it from the peel. A lot of smashing going on in this recipe. Oftentimes, you might make chimichurri in a blender or a food processor. I hate cleaning those, so I just chop everything up really, really finely, and then there's very few dishes involved. Next, I slice up half a jalapeno. I grab a handful of cilantro and parsley. Hey, let's give this some salt. Douse the whole thing in olive oil, and I add the juice from half a lemon. Let's see how that tastes with just half. Ooh, that is bright. Delicious. Needs a little more salt. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna check my potatoes. Mm. Yes, we have reached peak crispiness. These potatoes smell amazing. I'll transfer these to my serving bowl. You can hear how crispy they are. I'll grab my chimichurri and drizzle on just a bit. I'm gonna serve it on the side in case anybody wants more too. And these are ready to go. Still to come, my mom helps me with my hearty brisket tacos. It's like butter. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it's supper time around the bonfire. My favorite. My mom's on her way over to help make brisket for tonight's campfire dinner. It's such a beautiful day, so I'm just catching some sun and planting some herbs before she gets here. Hi, sweetie. Hi, Ma. Welcome. Hi. Oh. Oh. How's it going? It's going good. How's your journey? It was very nice. Are your arms (laughs) tired? Come on, let's go inside. (laughs) Let's go make brisket. Okay. Let's get started on the brisket. We're going to get started that is braising this beautiful. guy. Beautiful. Do you want to salt and pepper both sides of that? Okay. A braised brisket is the sign of a good occasion. Holidays, visits from her. Oh. Here, I'm going to get some oil in the pot. What kind of oil are we using? This is canola oil. Let's get that in there. Okay, Got it. Okay. Here. <laughs> oh, want I'm going to grab our garlic and onion. Oh, man. Smells good already. It's a good sizzle. I'm going to put a little more salt to this. Okay. Good. Yeah. Oh, do you want to grab the carrots and celery and tomatoes from the fridge? Okay. You'll be the slipper and I'll be the chopper. Hey. Okay. So this meat is searing, which will give it a beautiful flavor. It's really important to sear the meat before you add the rest of the braising liquid. You want to develop those brown bits at the bottom and then stir them back into the mixture to add more flavor. Okay, this is ready to turn. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! That's a good set. The first time that I made brisket by myself, I was in college, and I was on the phone with her the entire time. And she was telling me how the most important thing that you can give brisket is time—not time like the herb, but (laughs) time like hours and hours because brisket is the type of meat that's going to be very firm for a while until it's ready. And when it's ready, it gets. So soft and tender, and it's unreal. And it's just, you know, the process of making it is just as much fun as eating it. It makes the house smell amazing. It does. And that's how I know it's the holidays when our house when it smells like brisket. Okay, I'm gonna add the vegetables to this. Sauteing so some celery, carrot, and onion in the fat from the brisket will add a more rounded, hearty flavor. I'm making a mess, but a messy kitchen is a happy kitchen. I, I set her up done. for that one. No, can't resist. Okay, hey, want to give that a stir and some salt. Next, we'll add some coriander seeds. I love the light citrusy taste they add. Oh, they're great when they pop in your mouth, when you chew them, There's like, it's like citrus and spice all together in a little ball. Clearly, I have learned a love of cooking from this one. Okay, let's add the tomatoes now. Okay. Give that a stir. Give that a zhuzh. All right, should we add the brisket back? Okay doki. And it's gonna be fat side up, so that when it braises, that fat comes down into that meat. So rich and good. Here. Beautiful. Here go. I'm gonna pour in some beef broth. And then you wanna grab the wine, we'll add about half a cup of that. Okay, gonna grab the orange. Okay. Orange goes with any kind of beef so well. And, and it's orange. orange. She's from New York. How are you supposed to say it? It's an O. Orange. Orange. Okay, why don't you cover it? Okay. So this is gonna go in the oven for about three to four hours at 325. Slow and low. Mm-hmm. Coming up, hearty brisket tacos around the campfire with my homemade raspberry marshmallows for dessert. Does life get any tastier? It smells so good in here. The moment of truth. Oh. Ready? Wait, 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 wait. One, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. <gasps> mm. Oh, mm. Yum. It's so beautiful. You want to transfer it to that board? Yes. One, okay, one two, two, three. three. Perfect. You know it's ready when it doesn't fight back if you stick like a fork in it. Should I slice it? Yeah. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it, miss. It's like butter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we did good. Get, get a four. A little bit right there. Okay. Okay, ready? Mmm! Mmm! Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's going it to be perfect so on the top juicy and tender. Mm-hmm. The flavor just keeps on coming. It does. We did good, kid. So you want to grab <gasps> the pickled oh, onions yeah. from the fridge? I'm setting all my tortillas in a serving pan and adding the brisket first. Then the charred corn salsa. It's got fresh tomatoes from the garden in it. Uh Oh. Some pickled onions. Crumbles of queso fresco. Could this get any better? Nope. Those are ready for a party. Yeah. Let's add some limes. Mm -hmm. Here, we can just put these on the side so that when we eat them, we'll... We can squeeze? Yeah. Okay. I like the bits that are at the bottom of the pot that we had the brisket in. Should I... Let's um. Here, I'll just do this. Okay. Add the limes around the tacos. Okay. And yeah, all of these delicious slow-cooked vegetables are in here. They're so flavorful. Uh huh. And we can just dip in this. Perfect. Here. Do you want to grab Great. the cups and the flask? Okay. And I'll meet you out there. All right. Perfect. We're ready to go. Wow, what do you have there? Okay, Hi. we have tacos. Tacos! Oh, and gosh. potatoes, and a whole bunch of other goods. Look at us. Oh my gosh, this is what you guys have been doing all day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, that was outstanding. Yay. Oh, delicious. Oh my gosh. My gosh, thank you, sweetie. Mm-hmm. It's like eating a sweet tart. No good? <laughs> some good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. ah. ah, the To great times and great food.